0: Put your name on the wait list and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, with a lot of exciting changes, and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Facebook ads. Do you love them? Hate them? In this episode, I'm going to let you know 10 things you need to know about them. Uh-huh. 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 business dreams, but you're feeling stuck when it comes to all things social media, digital and content marketing, this is the podcast for you. And if you like free stuff, well, I've got you sorted there as well. Head over to steviesayssocial.com slash little black book now to steal my little black book of social media secrets. You're listening to the Stevie Says Social Podcast. hello and welcome to episode 58 of the stevie says social podcast how are you i'm not expecting an answer to that question it's really strange guys recording a podcast talking to yourself into a microphone you would think after 58 episodes i would be starting to get my head around it but it's still weird i'm guessing that you're either in the car or you're at the gym on the treadmill, or you're exercising, in which case go you because I haven't done any for two weeks. It seems to be the kind of places where you're multitasking that you listen to podcast episodes, right? I know that that's the case for me. So I hope you're having a nice run, or I hope that your morning walk is going really well. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. What we're talking about in today's episode is the fourth essential element of social media success. If you listen to the Stevie Says Social podcast episodes regularly, you would know that over the past few episodes, I have number one, let you know what the four essential elements of social media success are. And then I've spent a podcast episode going through a different element of each. So, branding. Social media and content, sales funnels, and then finally, this week, traffic. Now, the reason why I have number one, given away my secret sauce to social media success, but number two, really deep dived into each of these four components is that they basically form the framework for my social media bootcamp, which I have been talking about for a few weeks now, but is coming up next week. So if you haven't signed up for that yet, get your booty over there, pause, stop on your morning walk, whatever you're doing, head to Stevie Says social.com forward slash bootcamp and do that now. And if you're listening a little bit later on, hello, what year is it? 2022? Tell me. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't already noticed, I am in a very strange mood today. So bear with me. But yes, if you're listening a little bit later on, still head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash boot It will be available again. And I literally give away all of my social media secrets and my complete eight part framework for success. So you're not going to want to miss it. Trust me. All right. So let's dive in to what we're talking about today, which is the fourth essential element of social media success, traffic. No, I'm not talking about traffic that's driving along the highway. I'm talking about social media traffic, actually getting eyeballs on your socials, This is often the missing link when it comes to what small businesses in particular are doing when it comes to their social media efforts. I said it a few podcast episodes ago. It's not my kind of quote, guys. I think it's one of those sayings that are supposed to make you really think. But if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one around to hear it, did it even fall? Now, it's exactly the same with social media. You could have the best social media strategy when it comes to your own social media accounts. So, what you're posting on your own Instagram account, what you're posting on your own Facebook account. But if you're not actually driving new eyeballs to it, what on earth is the point, right? You need to get off your own socials if you want to see success. Everyone is all about the followers. They're all about, you know, how do I get more followers and build an audience? And look, I've said it before, and I think that sometimes that's a little bit of a misguided kind of goal to shoot for because you want to make sure that you're attracting the right people, But it is important to build an audience and you're not going to do that. You're not going to build an aligned audience that will eventually buy from you if you're not proactively getting off your own socials and going out to where your people are. It's kind of like sitting on the couch after dressing up and putting on beautiful clothes and really kind of uh, zhuzhing yourself up and then waiting for Mr. Right to come and knock on your door. It does not work like that. You need to proactively go out to wherever Mr. Ride is hanging out and you need to find him. You need to, I'm just going to go with the dating analogy here because it seems to be working for me, but think about, you know, what sort of guy do you like? Or if you're a guy listening to this, what sort of girl do you like? Or if you're a guy that's into guys, what sort of guy do you like? (laughs) But you know, what are their interests? What area do they live in? You know, what do they like doing in terms of hanging out? And then you kind of need to go out to where those people are in order to make sure that you're you know, finding the right person for you. And it's pretty much exactly the same when it comes to marketing. It actually makes me think, side note, of how I came across and met my partner. He is a country boy from Proserpine, uh, which is in kind of North Queensland, Central North Queensland. And He was out with all of his friends one day and he wanted to go and see, and all of his friends wanted to go and see this fight that was on TV and they would normally always go to a uh, pub that was down the road from where they lived. If you're familiar with Brisbane in Australia, you might know the Crimesley Hotel And he didn't want to go there because he was a single guy, he had just moved to Brisbane and he wanted to meet a nice girl. So he persuaded them to go to uh, to a place in Balimba, which is a different area, and he said that if he hadn't have done that, that was the day that we met. I was there for a music festival, we had mutual friends, and he always says that if he didn't go there, he would never have met a nice girl like me. So there you go. Anyway, I have completely digressed, but I do think that the analogy is a relevant one. I think that dating and marketing is actually pretty similar. With marketing, you need to find who your ideal client is, and then you need to think about things like who they are, where they're hanging out, and you need to proactively go there. Pretty similar to what Jules did with finding me and now we're getting married. So there you go. (laughs) Anyway... Back to social media. What I have really noticed is that whilst in kind of the online business world, driving traffic to your business is something that's really well understood. It's not as understood by small businesses. So what I see is that small businesses hear that they need to be on social media and they start posting and posting and then they say that it doesn't work for them and they're missing that traffic element. So, in the social media bootcamp, Stevie Says social.com forward slash bootcamp, I give you the five traffic sources that, based on my own experience, this is actually what has worked for me, work better than any other traffic source out there. And if you want to get your hands on them, obviously sign up for the bootcamp, Stevie Says social.com forward slash bootcamp but I'm going to talk about one of them today. And the one that I'm going to talk about is Facebook advertising and Instagram advertising. So Facebook and Instagram are both owned by Mark Zuckerberg. They're both owned by the same, you know, um, they're both the same company essentially and both Facebook and Instagram advertising kind of come under the one umbrella. Now, if you want more on kind of the basics of Facebook advertising. And I would recommend that if you don't know the difference between boosting a post and uh, the Facebook ads manager, go back to this episode because it literally gives you a complete rundown on Facebook ads, head to episode 28. So it's literally a kind of Facebook ads for dummies or Facebook ads 101 that will tell you exactly what you need to know about Facebook ads. Also, check out episode 32, where I talk about some of the big Facebook ad changes that happened last year. Both of those episodes will be really relevant. But what I want to talk about in this particular episode is the fact that times have changed when it comes to Facebook advertising. Facebook is changing. The landscape is changing. Uh, I don't think there is a person on earth that didn't hear about things like the Cambridge Analytica scandal last year and, you know, all of the concerns that people seem to have about privacy when it comes to Facebook and the amount of data that they own and What that has meant is that Facebook as a platform has inherently kind of gone under uh, a a whole heap of changes. One of the biggest was uh, a complete change last year where Mark Zuckerberg came out and said that the focus on Facebook was really going to change to focus on things like meaningful interactions, so getting people to comment and actually have meaningful interactions on the platform. When it comes to Facebook and Instagram advertising, the other kind of big change is the fact that costs are going up. So do not get me wrong. Facebook and Instagram advertising is still one of the most cost-effective forms of advertising out there, but costs are definitely rising. So I have noticed personally, uh, ads are two, three, sometimes four times more expensive than they were a couple of years ago. Does that mean that I think that you shouldn't be involved in it? No, I think that absolutely, as a small business, we need to get over our fear of actually paying for the traffic that we get into our business. And we need to really wrap our heads around Facebook ads. It's more important than ever, because just slapping up an ad with a logo telling people about your business will not work anymore. It's an expensive way to go about things. I actually think think that the changes that have come about are a good thing. So essentially what has happened is that Facebook has gotten smarter, so its algorithms and things like that have gotten smarter, but more than anything, they've actually become better kind of internet citizens. And what I mean by that is that they've really focused, because they've had to, because they know that it's really important to keep people on the platform, to keep people having a great experience on the platform. They've really changed their focus when it comes to Facebook ads to the user experience. So whether people are enjoying their time on the platform or whether they are liking what they see, whether they're into acting with the Facebook ad content that they see with the Instagram ad content that they see and That was never really as much of a focus when it came to Facebook advertising. As I said, you could really get away with that. In marketing speak, it's called direct response advertising, where it was a really kind of sales push and uh, you were kind of serving that to audiences of people that have never heard of you and you would still get some return. That does not work anymore. So I'm actually going to give you my top 10 Facebook ad tips in terms of all of the changes that have come about and things that you need to keep in mind. But one of the biggest kind of things to keep in mind, and it kind of uh, weaves its way through all of the tips, is the need to really focus on the user experience. Now, interestingly, one of the things that Facebook has always used in terms of their ads manager to kind of measure the success of an ad is something called the relevance score. And essentially what the relevance score used to be and currently still is, so the changes are starting to roll out and I believe around about the end of April this year the relevance score will actually disappear, but The relevant score was basically a measure of how relevant the ads that you put on Facebook were to the audience that you were trying to reach. And so it basically gave you a score from 1 to 10, and the higher, the better. It was really difficult to get a 10 as a relevant score. But, you know, in a perfect world, if you did, what it meant is that you were targeting the right people. Your ad creative was great. People were having a positive experience and interacting with the ad, so what is actually happening is that they're taking the relevance score away. So I'm not entirely sure of the exact timings. As I said, I believe around about the end of April and they're replacing the relevant score with three different things. And basically what they're doing is they're giving people that are running Facebook ads a much better insight into what they're looking for in terms of the ads that they want on the platform, and then basically how to measure whether your ads are living up to that kind of standard or not. And so what they've broken the relevance score down into is three things. So number one is going to be a quality ranking, or is a quality ranking? If you're listening to this, kind of a little bit later, and essentially what the quality ranking is is how an ad, uh, how an ad's perceived quality is compared to other ads in the marketplace. So the second thing is an engagement rate ranking. So it's an ads kind of expected engagement rate. So how many likes and comments and shares and saves and all of that good stuff it's getting compared to other ads out there. And then number three, an expected conversion rate Ranking, so uh, what the expected conversion rate is going to be compared to other ads with the same goal, and kind of competing for the same audience, so competing in the same uh, space. And so, what that does, and why that's going to be so useful for us as you know small businesses that are running ads is whereas before if an ad wasn't performing and you looked at your relevance score and say it was a relevance score of 5 out of 10 you really didn't know whether it was your targeting or your creative or your uh, landing page or what element of that ad wasn't resonating and wasn't uh, was the reason why your ad wasn't performing What's going to happen with these three new metrics is that you're really going to clearly be able to see if, for example, one of them is, you know, below average, you'll be able to see what element of your ad is most likely not performing properly. So, for example, if your uh, engagement rate ranking is down, so the amount of likes and comments and shares and things it's going to be really important for you to improve the relevance of the ad to your audience. So looking at different targeting options or looking at making the copy more engaging. So I just wanted to put that out there because it's actually going to be gold for especially kind of people that are uh, not, professional Facebook ad traffic people, it's going to be really, really useful for those of us in that kind of position to run ads. And then if one of those three different rankings isn't performing, you'll actually be able to see the reason why. Now, one thing that I do with my paid membership students is I actually help them out with things like their Facebook ads inside my hashtag the Answer membership and. That's going to be really useful for me because I've actually, for myself and for my students, designed up a matrix where, you know, if one of those three elements isn't performing, I can actually really kind of easily see in the table that I've now got, this is the reason why that ad isn't performing. Here are some things to test and try. Whereas before, the workshopping that we do was, the the workshopping that we did was really kind of, you know, testing different things with a blindfold on. So I don't know. I'm geeking out on it. It's going to be really, really cool. But the reason why I kind of mentioned that is that it's important to understand in the context of where Facebook is going and why it's so different to even six months ago. The fact that Facebook is even being so transparent with things, uh, with basically information about why or what to look for in order to have a really great performing ad, and really kind of saying, okay, you need to look at your engagement, you need to look at the quality of the ad, and you need to look at things like the landing page, is that they're trying to improve the user experience. So, with that said, Here are my top 10 Facebook ad tips in terms of not what was working six months ago, but what is working now. And I'm seeing this in campaigns that I'm running. I'm seeing it in campaigns that my students are running. These are the things that are working at the moment. So, under the umbrella of these 10 tips, again, what I do want to say is they all come back to the user experience. Facebook wants users to enjoy their experience on the platform and therefore they want their ads to enhance that experience. So, number one, salesy ads won't work anymore. So, this goes back to what I was saying about you know direct response. It's a marketing term, but that real kind of hard sales It doesn't work on Facebook. You'll find that your ad costs are very, very high if you try to do that. This is a trap for new players. So I often find that businesses will hear that Facebook ads are the way to go. They'll put together an ad, say, for example, they are a solar company. They'll put together a really promotional ad, basically saying, hey, where the amazing solar company. You know, this is what we do. And then they'll have a link through to their website. That won't work on so many levels. And it's not only because it's salesy, but it's really, really important, especially if you're targeting what's called cold audiences. So people who have never heard about you before, even if they are within your ideal client kind of, you know, uh, avatar. It's just not going to work. People are repelled by that because they're ultimately on Facebook to hang out with their family and friends. So salesy ads don't work. That's tip number one. Number two is that social proof is super important these days. So social proof is basically comments, likes, shares, people interacting natively with a post. So The only way that Facebook can really kind of tell if a Facebook ad is a quality ad or not is by the interactions that people are having with it. So if people are commenting on the ad and if they're interacting with each other in the comments or if they're sharing it with their friends, you know, who shares an ad, then, you know, it says to Facebook that this is a really quality ad. What that will do is it will lift up your ranking, so the relevant ranking, Um, of your ad and it will show it to more people, which means that your costs will go down. So social proof is a really, really, really big one. And I've got a tip, a couple uh, of tips further on about some ways to go about doing that. One thing to keep in mind, though, is that you're not going to get social proof on a salesy ad. So you can see how it all kind of works together. No one's ever going to share, unless it's your mum or, you know, your husband or your wife, they're never going to share an ad that's basically a real sales pitch for your business. So you need to keep that in mind. So tip number three is that split testing. So you might have heard about split testing before, but split testing is essentially uh, testing different creative or different targeting or different versions of the same ad. Um, It's not as important as it used to be. So yes, it's still important. You obviously want to get the best iteration of your ad, but what's even more important is not distributing the social proof that you're getting on an ad across a whole heap of different versions of your ad. So split testing, for example, where you're testing a green image, a blue image, a yellow image, and a purple image to see what people resonate with the most, that's not necessarily going to work if... People are commenting on each of those four different ads separately, right? You want to keep that social proof on the one ad. Very, very, very important. So, tip number four is. Keep it personal. So, this again comes back to the user experience. It ties in with social proof. It ties in with the tip around, you know, salesy ads not working. But at the end of the day, people shouldn't realize that the ad that you're putting up is an ad. You want it to be really native. You want it to be really personal. Use digital storytelling. You want to have people really connect with it. And that's why things like you know uh, distributing things like content as ads, at least initially, to build an audience, can be a great way to go about it because you're going to have lower costs. You're going to have a lot more success with your advertising. Tip number five is relevant to kind of the personal and keeping it native and human and all of that sort of uh, all of those things that we talked about in the previous tip. But it's to use people's faces in your ads. So. And and what I mean by that is not just to use people's faces, but to use the faces of the people that you want to target with your advertising. So if you're uh, running a skincare ad for over 50s women, then use an image of an over 50s woman in the ad. You know, it's really compelling and using people's faces so that people can see if the ads for them is something that works really, really well. So number six, in terms of tips, this is a kind of a basic one, but it's just one of those things that I really do want to drill home because in my experience, there's a lot of people that still don't have it sorted. You need to have your Facebook pixel on your website. So your Facebook pixel is a little bit of code that sits on your website and it tracks the activity on your website. Why is this important? It's important because if you have the Facebook pixel on your website, you can serve ads for specific actions. So basically you can say to Facebook, I want to serve an ad uh, and I want to try and get people to purchase my product. And so you can say that to Facebook. The other reason that it's really, really important is that that pixel will constantly gather data about the actions on your website. So the people coming to your website, for example, it will track all of those people and build an audience of people that you can advertise to. It's so, so, so important to build up what's called in marketing speak, a seasoned pixels. So have your pixel really understand what's going on on your website, the sorts of people that are coming to your website, the best customers on your website, so that you can then tailor your Facebook ads and say to Facebook, for example, that you want to find more people like them. And you can do that. And it really kind of brings things like your costs down. It's It's so, so important. So please make sure that you have that sorted. So tip number seven is related to tip number six, which is obviously installing the pixel. And it is that Facebook has gotten smarter. So this is one of the big things that has really happened in the last year, you know, year and a half is that Facebook as it's had more data and more people are using the ad platform and there's more activity on there. They've gotten a lot smarter. And so, what that means is that they are able to, as long as you have your pixel on your website and all of that activity is being tracked. They can really help you to optimize your ads. So, for example, they can help you find the right people uh, rather than you having to input all of the intricacies of the people that you're looking for. So, for this reason, what's working really well at the moment is having broader audiences if you have a pixel that is seasoned. And then letting Facebook perform its magic. So go out and actually find people within that audience that are going to be most relevant to the ad that you're serving. So tip number eight is that what happens, what is called after the click. So after somebody has clicked on an ad that you have put on Facebook is very, very important. So there's a few different elements to this. Say, for example, uh, you are serving an ad to a landing page. Facebook will look at what is on that landing page and it will factor it into uh, their relevant score or the relevant aspect of their relevant score. So you need to make sure that... The experience, not just on Facebook, but also on your landing page and your website is a solid one. Now, I go through this in a lot more detail in uh, the Facebook ads module of my hashtags aren't the answer program, so I won't go into too much detail on it, but it is very, very important. Another thing to keep in mind is that so many people are on mobile, so you need to make sure that your uh, website or your landing page is mobile friendly. Very important and it will have a big impact on your ads. So tip number nine is always to be remarketing. So remarketing is basically following up again with somebody who has shown interest or interacted with your post uh, or that is, is an existing audience. So I have a strategy, again, within my paid program that I really recommend that pretty much everyone in all different industries, regardless of your, whether you're e-commerce or service-based or whatever, it's the strategy that I recommend and that works. But a big element of it is remarketing. You You always have to be following up. With a Facebook ad back to the people that have interacted with you. Especially with brands like e-commerce, that is where you will get the majority of your sales. And then number 10 is to keep Instagram in mind. So the Facebook newsfeed is it's it's a very busy place, right? There are lots of different businesses all jostling and competing for that space. And it's a limited space, so it's a supply and demand issue, and it basically means that the costs are rising and rising and rising. It is getting more and more expensive. And so what that means is that you really need to look at the other placements, so especially Instagram, for advertising. Now, for my own business, Instagram is extremely valuable as a placement for advertising, And one of the biggest benefits, I guess, for all businesses is that people are essentially there because they want to check out new brands, right? So it's great for small businesses that aren't super established because people want to come across, you know, new fashion brands, new beauty brands, new brands in a lot of different spaces on Instagram. They're actually looking for that and therefore it's the perfect place for you to be, So they are my top 10 Facebook ad tips in terms of what is working now. And guys, as I am speaking, I actually just thought of another one and I absolutely have to include it. So I'm going to give you a bonus tip because especially with, you know, the students that I coach within my paid program It is one of those things that uh, is missed and it's the reason why I think that so many people are nervous about Facebook ads because they feel like they are crossing their fingers and holding their breath and throwing money at it and just hoping that it's going to work. It doesn't have to be like that if, and here's the tip, if you know your numbers ads are getting more expensive. They're getting more expensive every single day. So you need to be really, really clear on how much you can spend on Facebook ads to get a new customer. So to acquire a customer in marketing speak. Once you know that, then you can be kind of really Uh, confident in what you need to be doing with Facebook ads in order to get new customers at that price point. Now, you're not going to know that number unless you know a whole heap of other numbers. And again, this is something that I cover a lot more in my paid program. But you need to know things like, you know, what your revenue goal is, how much do you want to make this month? How many sales do you need in order to make that? How many leads do you need to get those sales? These are the numbers that are really, really important. You need to know your conversion rate, you know, out of a hundred people, for example, that sign up for a freebie say five of them go on to buy from you, that means your conversion rate is 5%. And then you can put all of those numbers together and you can work out exactly what you need to be spending on Facebook in order to get the number of leads you need, to get the number of sales you need, and so on. Now, I have probably completely bamboozled you by this point and That is not my intention. So that little bonus tip is a relevant one for anyone that really kind of uh, is a little bit scared about Facebook ads. I want you to know that you don't need to be if you can get your head around this stuff. And it's just something for now for you to know, to be aware of. Obviously, if you want more information on it, I would recommend joining the bootcamp first and foremost. So stevie says social.com forward slash bootcamp and uh, it's something that I guess you can be aware of and know that Facebook ads can be so valuable if you can get your head around that sort of thing. So I don't want to overwhelm you with this podcast, but I did just want to make you aware that the Facebook ads landscape is changing. I'm still so passionate about Facebook ads. I'm still uh, really excited about the opportunity for small businesses that are willing to really dive in and give it a red hot crack. So actually kind of uh, commit to getting Facebook ads uh, working for their business And once they're working, it's a matter of scaling it and then you're off and you're running, right? There's so many businesses out there that have really built off the back of it. Uh, And it's one of the most effective and still cost effective, even though the costs are rising, traffic sources out there. So when it comes to traffic, as I said, it's all about proactively getting new people into your sphere, Facebook ads is one of the best ways to do it because you can target them so specifically. You can choose who your ideal client is, just like choosing the guy that you want to marry and you can profile them and then you can put all of that detail into the Facebook ads manager and you can serve ads exactly to them. That is why I love it so, so much. Okay, so by this stage, if you haven't gone back and listened to the other podcast episodes in this series, make sure you do go back and you listen to all of them. So we started at episode 54, going through the four essential elements of social media success, and then we broke down each one. So branding, social media, sales, funnels, and now traffic. If you want to know more about any of these elements, as I have said a few times, if you've listened to those podcast episodes, you're probably sick of me saying it. But I think there's so much value in joining the free social media bootcamp. So it's a th- free three-part video training series where I go through everything that you need to know and actually give you my entire eight-step framework for success. So head over now, stevie says social.com forward slash bootcamp we kick off next week so get your booty over there now and I will see you in there hopefully now if you enjoyed this episode I would be so 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 grateful if you would leave me a quick rating and a review on iTunes Uh, make sure you subscribe while you're there as well so that you can be notified when new episodes go live and I've been talking in a room by myself for coming up to 35 minutes now and I'm about to lose my voice. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to let you process, digest the information and I will see you next time.